Good morning. I uh, just figured, what could I talk about this week? And I think I'm going to talk about what it's like for me personally raising boys. Because I understand not every single boy is the same, just like not every girl is the same. But I do have 20 years from my oldest down to eight, my youngest. Uh, I just literally had to yell up to Max. I, Him and his brother were arguing. I know his Xbox isn't working and his brother's got the remote. He's sleeping on it and won't wake up and he can't get it so he could watch, you know, YouTube or something. And he came running in the kitchen and I can hear him. He ran in the kitchen and uh, I heard a drawer open and close, which I thought was odd. And then he starts running back up the stairs, which I can see. So I said, what do you got there? And he's holding a butter knife. And he's like, I'm just going to scare him. This is Max, my eight-year-old, holding a butter knife. I'm just going to scare him. I'm like, no weapons. Like, I'm screaming it. And then I realize how crazy it is that I, I've i had to say that phrase. Oh, there goes that dinging again because I didn't fix my phone. That's okay. Um, I've had to say the phrase no weapons more times than I should ever have to say in my life. Like, I literally was thinking, like, you would think I would be in a gang for the amount of times I say no weapons, not just the mom of boys. I mean, and anything can be a weapon. I, I love it because I do remember with Miles being 20, I remember there was a time going to birthday parties for kids who were like six and, you know, the mom and dad would be like, oh, we don't do toy guns, which, you know, we've always done here, but I, that's fine. I'm not judging. You know, we don't do toy guns. And it's just comical because the fucking kids will make a goddamn Lego gun here. Like they, their finger and thumb as a gun. And I think I remember reading a while back some kid chewed his like peanut butter jelly sandwich into a gun. Like they will literally make a weapon out of anything. And I don't know why. Like, even the parents that don't do that with their kids, like, they're very anti-weapons, like, the kids do it. And I just, it's always interesting to me, like, what is somehow, like, in the DNA that, like, you know, majority of, like, you know, people will act a certain way. And it's just, it's just very interesting, because having all boys, there are definitely some truths that I have noticed. And they love wrestling. They love beating the shit out of each other. They, um, you know, and like I said, there's going to be somebody that's like, my boy never was into that. And he was always really loving. And that's awesome. Like, I, I don't know, you know, I would love to know what the difference is on how people raise their kids across the board, because I'm super loving. I know somebody's hearing this, and they're like, you know, thinking I'm super cranky sometimes. But no, I'm super cuddly with my children. I am. But yeah, they, uh, they love wrestling. And they love hitting each other. And that's kind of why we put them in jujitsu to kind of like channel that energy and that, you know, just into something good. Um, Miles was the same way. Hell, Mark would wrestle with the boys. And then I kind of would try to wrestle because I didn't want to be like the mom who didn't do that. So I would try to wrestle sometimes. But somebody always gets hurt. They do. Uh, there was a day, and I think I just put this in a Facebook post a couple days ago. There was a day where Mark had like injured everybody through wrestling because that's another thing. I say that all the time. Somebody's going to get hurt every single time they wrestle. Somebody's going to get hurt. I'm always proven right, by the way. Do they listen? No, they still wrestle. Mark had jumped on Miles. like he. They were wrestling when Miles was like nine and he was jumping up and down. And when Miles had his hand out and Mark just came down from a jump and he broke and dislocated his pinky. They reset it in the ER, cast it. And then, you know, because I'm who I am as a person, I'm like, it's a fucking pinky. Like you can still take the trash out. You can still do chores. And when he was taking the trash out, it was like winter time and he slipped on ice and braced himself on his cast, you know, and his hand rebroke and dislocated his finger. So then he had to have pinning done. And I remember the doctor kind of, you know, being like, can he not do chores until this heals? And then I felt like the world's worst mother. But, uh, 
you know, then this was just a couple years back with the two youngest ones. Mark had done something to Evan. I cannot remember what now, but he ended up injuring him. Like he was wrestling with him and he hurt him and Evan cried. And we were all like at a park. And so Evan got over, you know, like they, he was like, okay, I'm okay now. And he was swinging. And then me and Mark were joking around, like kind of sparring. And Mark went to do an uppercut at the same time. I I don't know. I was laughing and I jerked my face forward and it like connected and split my lip and it got swollen. And he, you know, of course felt horrible. And I was like, Jesus Christ, you know, I'm going to have a split lip. Like it wasn't enough. You hurt Evan. Now you hurt me. Well, then as we were leaving, Max had witnessed all of these injuries and Max had fallen down and Mark was like, let me help you up. And Max was like, no, no, I'm okay. And he like didn't want Mark touching him. And so Mark was like just feeling bad for himself. And he's like, God, I'm such an idiot. And he like, there's a ball and Mark kicked the ball. And as he kicked the ball, I'm laughing, remembering this. Max was running away from us, so as Mark kicked the ball, it fucking, like, went right in front of Max where he almost tripped over it. And it's like, like he was trying to, you know, he wanted to get all three of us in one day. But <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny. But anyways, he definitely, uh, he does things like that sometimes. And somebody always gets hurt. And with the boys, you know, God, it was just last week where Max, they have a rule. They're not allowed to do jujitsu moves, like, outside of jujitsu unless, you know, guess they're fighting for their life or something or someone's kidnapping them but they're not supposed to do that i mean they can spar and stuff like if mark's watching them or you know trying to like reinforce a move they learn but they're not supposed to do it but man do they do it they like all i know is i you know i hear you just do you get used to like the boys fighting you don't go check every single time you just are like yeah they'll work it out or somebody will come down crying because they didn't work it out so well and you know mark he's better about checking on him than I am. So he went up and, you know, I hear yelling. The boys come downstairs. Max is huffing, puffing, all angry. And Evan's crying because Max got him in a chokehold and wouldn't let go. So that was something we had to deal with. And he got like, you know, in trouble for a few days, lost some privileges. But, uh, yeah, I just don't get like, it's just funny how they all have similarities, but then the differences like where Max is the one that's like always super aggressive and just very much just very angry. And I don't, you know, like he needs to run his energy out and with us all being quarantined like you know we've done hikes we've taken bella for walks but like he needs to get the aggression out some way we do have a punching bag in the basement maybe i need to take him down there every evening and just have him punch the shit out of it because i've gone down there and punched it and it's very therapeutic but yeah they're just i don't know anybody who has and, and like i said i don't have any girls my cousin had five girls out of her six kids, and I do know that they would get in fights too. So it's not just an only boy thing. I'm not saying that because her girls would be punching each other too and, you know, tearing each other up. So it's not, it's just a sibling thing, I guess. That's what it is. It's a sibling thing to not make it so gendered. But all I do have are boys, and it's just, I mean, I grew up with Michelle. You know, I've known her since I was four years old, and we definitely gotten some drag out, you know, down fights, but not as often as my boys do. Of course, we didn't live together either, but I can maybe count on one hand the amount of fights we got into from our elementary school years to like our teenage years. But my, I mean, it's daily. It is daily that I'm breaking up fights. And it's so funny because me and Michelle, who grew up together, she had two boys close together. And then like, you know, almost a decade later or whatever, had a girl. I had one boy when she had her two boys and then it was like a decade later, I had two more close in age. So like she already had been through that with the kids fighting nonstop. And then now I'm dealing with it. And it's just comical because her kids are grown now. And I'm still like, oh my God, they're eight and 10. And there's that. I wonder if you guys are hearing the dings. 
Last time I had my phone set up where you weren't hearing my phone alerts. You may be hearing them today. I mean, I'm new at this, so I get it. But yeah, I just want to talk about how crazy it is with kids sometimes. And how, like, everything we do, we think we're somehow ruining them. Like, oh my god, is he going to be a future Norman Bates? Like, you know, he has this whole Oedipus complex, which most of my kids outgrew. You know, like, I'd say, like, it's normal four or five. They love their mommy. They want to marry him. They don't want daddy kissing mommy. Like, that, you know, that happened with all of my kids. But Max is still the stronghold holding out at, you know, eight years old. He's still like, no, you know, pushes Mark away. And I'm like, what age does it start getting creepy? Like, I mean, I feel like maybe we're already there. I don't know. But like, it's, it's just comical because he's very much like that. And then he, he loves sharp objects. This kid has like, when he was a toddler, we would like find the strangest things. Like he'd have like a screwdriver and like dog food in a dresser drawer. And I'm like, is he trying to fucking lure the dog up here? Like, you know, and I think crazy thoughts because I watch way too many horror movies, but like, maybe nothing, you know, one thing had nothing to do with the other. You know, my connections are just, that's my own thinking. But yeah, he, you know, he definitely, Matt, uh, Evan got like a, some kind of like army, Swiss army knife, like last year, I think my dad and my stepmom got him that for Christmas. And they even said, you know, you know, we, we think Max is too young. And I said, no, I agree. And Max was angry. He didn't get one. And I'm thinking, yeah, your ass isn't getting one like ever. Like you just, I mean, he just took a butter knife today. To, I don't know. How are you going to scare somebody with a butter knife? I should have probably investigated more. Like, what were you going to do with it? Like, you know, I, I just, just was like, put it down and just, you know, you put one fire out and you don't ever really go into it too much. I guess maybe that's what I need to start doing. I'm just wondering how everybody's doing with their kids at home. Now, if I just had miles here, like at, at the age these two are like, it wouldn't be as bad. I mean, the ones that have one kid, I know you, you have the stress that like they have no one to play with and they're bored and they're like an only kid at home and it sucks because they always have adults around them. I mean, I lived that life for almost a decade. Miles was nine when Evan was born. So I do remember always feeling like I had to get him out around lots of kids. We were never home. I was always on the run with that kid. And now, you know, I have these two and I'm like, you have a friend, you have your brother. <laughs> like, I don't need to go anywhere. Just play with your brother. But man, the fighting, it's, it's a lot. I'm not even much of a drinker, but man, would I probably, I could see where people would be drinking more during the quarantine with their kids in the house. And the funny thing is I have my kids here all the time. I homeschool. This is not that much of a change for me. Our lives haven't been as disrupted as other people's who have to, you know, they were used to like in the morning I got up, took my kids to school or to daycare, then I went to work. So I didn't have kids around me all day. And then I get home and we do our extracurriculars and our dinner and whatever. Like my life hasn't changed too much. I go to work or I stay here with the kids. The things I miss are like our co-ops or like going to book club at the Henderson Library or going to Ashtabula County Library and pulling out like 30 to 40 books you know, where it's nice and quiet because nobody's there because everybody's at school and work. So we'd get to go at like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday and it was like the whole library was basically ours. Those things I miss with the kids taking them out and about because those are the kind of activities we did do. So that's a little hard. And of course, our extracurriculars with jujitsu, like clearly the energy these kids need to spend. I mean, at jujitsu, they got 30 minutes of calisthenics and 30 minutes of choking each other out. So it's a nice hour that they did multiple times a week. I mean, he offers Sunday classes, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. That's four. And we usually were going three days a week because we needed to take a break on Sunday with the busyness of life to say, you know, one day is just ours. And now every day's ours. But they definitely need some jujitsu to get them to stop being so tightly wound. I don't know. More Max. But uh, hopefully you're all hanging in there. That's just my thoughts for the day with the kids and how crazy boys are. And again, that's all I have. So that's why I'm saying boys. 
just a whole different level. I mean, I had an older brother, five years older. We definitely got in fights. I mean, he his famous thing was, I'm going to show you this move. Like, you know, he was into like wanting to learn karate in the 80s. And, you know, just, just hold still. I won't hurt you. Famous last words. Just hold still. And I would stand there like an idiot because I was five years younger. And he would like do some spinning kick and like, you know, kick me in the stomach or like sweep my legs out from under me. His big thing was choking. He did love to choke me. I think the last time he choked me, my mother had to pull him off me. And he was 19 and I was 14. So they're, you know, old enough to definitely know better. Will I admit that I was being annoying as fuck? Sure. That's what little sisters do. I was being annoying as fuck. And you know what's funny? Like, just because I grew up with him, you would think that, like, I can understand where Mark says, that. like, sometimes you see an asshole, like an adult, and you're like, man, somebody needs to fucking punch him in the face. They're so fucking stupid. And Mark's like, no, you know, there's lots of dudes, you know, that, like, I remember growing up that were just idiots, and they got, you know, people punched them, and they didn't stop them from being idiots. And all I could think about is my brother choking the shit out of me growing up has not stopped me from talking shit and being annoying. Like, I honestly feel like there's a Scrubs episode where he was talking about when you become, like, in the medical field, like, you start looking at people as what's going to kill them. And he does this nice montage of, like, each character, and he's like, you know, whether it's alcoholism, and then, you know, he looks at this this doctor, this Elliot Reed, and she's always putting her foot in her mouth, and he said, you know, somebody else killing him, and I, or, you know, whatever, by somebody else's hand. And I always laugh when I see that, because I think that's probably how I'm going to die. It's going to be either by me being clumsy and, like, tripping over some shit, and, like, my last thought before I die will be, fuck, like, you know, I fucking am so stupid, and then I'm gonna die, or it will be by somebody else's hands, I'm gonna be just my normal self, talking shit, just being like, are you fucking kidding me, like, because I always point out when I'm not just one to sit still and let somebody say some stupid shit, and then somebody's gonna be choking me, and I could see my last words being like, you know, like, you choke like a bitch, or, you know, I win because I got them angry enough to commit murder, like, that's how crazy I am, that I'd be like, yeah, I still won, even though I'm dead, I got them to do that, so... Yeah, you definitely do not learn at all by somebody hitting you or choking you or whatever. So, yeah, I think all of us have siblings have those kind of stories. I mean, and he did stab me. I do have, that's also a memory. I mean, he, it was an accident, but like he was looking at like one of his hunting knives and just, see, I guess that's another thing. My, that's my older brother, mind you, and he's normal, has a normal job and raising his daughter. They're very super normal compared to me and my husband and family. We're all a little bit abnormal, I think, compared to him. And he totally was like into horror movies. And, you know, he was just staring at his hunting knife in a beanbag one day, just staring at it like a serial killer would. And I hopped down to say something to him. And apparently it went into my head and I, not much, but enough that the tip sunk in a little bit because I have a scar. And I pulled up, I saw it, and then touched my forehead and then just screamed. And because, you know, I had to be like 11, so he might have been like 16, I remember calling my mother at work screaming frantically. And we all know facial wounds bleed a lot anyways, even if they're not that bad. And my, I was like, Freddie, stab me! And my mom's like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm just Sometimes I feel a little bit bad that like my poor mother, like, you know, especially when she was a single mom for a while, like, you know, we would call her at work all the fucking time. And like, it would be for shit like we were fighting. And I would call her at work. And my kids don't do that. Like, I, well, I take that back. Evan has totally video chatted me while I've been at work and been to tell me that Miles was sleeping and hasn't made him breakfast yet. So there's been some, so I guess I get a little bit of that. But yeah, I kind of feel bad now because, you know, I, I was a little bit dramatic and I have some dramatic ass kids too. I mean, sometimes it's fucking entertaining. I'll be honest, like Max was going to threaten to call the cops yesterday because I didn't like toast him a bagel and put cream cheese on it. He's like, I'm going to call the cops. And I was like, fucking do it. Like, do it. Like, just, I, I would love to see you call the cops and have them come here. I'm like, mommy knows all the cops. And I was like, I'm an ER nurse. I'm like, go ahead and call the cops. So that didn't go very far. 
And then um, later on, because he's just insane, I was like, fine. You know, I like step by step. He's eight. Like he could do so many things that like he's eight. You know, Miles was cooking food by nine. Like Evan's been cooking food since he was like eight or nine. Like Max is like the holdout. And I, his is stubbornness. So, I mean, he does, they're all like little sous chefs. They've been since toddlers, like cutting, you know, with a butter knife, like some bananas up for me. Like they, they'll grate things I need them to grate. They've been doing that since toddlers. So they know, all know how to cook and help in the kitchen. But like, like I said, I think he wants to be lazy. So I'm helping him. Like here, this is what you do. Here's how you separate the bagel. Okay, I toasted it. I, like, here's how you put cream cheese on. And he's just doing such a shit job of it. Like, it's like anybody is just like, I don't know what I'm doing. You have to do it. And so I got a little annoyed. And I grabbed his wrist with the knife and like, you know, and I grabbed it and like, this is how you do it. And I, I don't know even why I just was trying to like make a point that like you could do all these difficult things in life, but you can't like just put cream cheese on a bagel. Like you, you do hard things, but you can't do something simple. So my like off the cuff thing was like, you can put people in chokeholds and jujitsu, but you can't spread cream cheese. That little fricker looked up at me and was like, uh, there are people that can murder other people, but they can't do backflips. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, did my, like, and I didn't even know what to say to that because I, I, I just, I'm still, like, I'm kind of impressed that that's where he went with it and then kind of disturbed, like, people are able to murder people, but they can't do backflips. And I'm like, I, my first thought was, I'm sure there are murderers that can do backflips. And then I'm like, that's not the point, Dana. Like, I just, yeah, by that time I was, like, done for the day. I'm like, Jesus Christ, when Mark's, when is Mark getting home? Because I fucking need to, like, tap out, tap him in and just, you know, not deal with crazy anymore. So, yeah, that's kind of my daily life with just, these kids are fucking good at debating, too. And I am... And Mark said that he's like, you're just raising like kids that are able to argue well because you argue well. And I, I can remember like Miles being a teenager and hitting me back with an argument that I wasn't able to respond to. And he was probably like a teen though, like 13, 14. And I'm like, damn, like that makes sense. Like he was good because he stumped me. And Evan's just too nice. He doesn't like, I mean, he'll say things that make me think, but he's never like to do it. Like, I, I mean, he has, but it's not been in a mean way, if that makes sense. And then here's my eight-year-old with that comment off the cuff. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I was like, he's already eight. Like, it's So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting teen. You know, the teen years are going to be very interesting with him. I, I always joke he'll be my juvenile delinquent. And it's not that I've given up. I just think that he's just going to run me through the ringer in a way that the other two have not. And believe me, we are trying to come down hard on him because I think you get more lax with each kid. At least I do. Like, I was on Miles' ass for every little thing that now I look back and I feel bad because some of that shit's not important. Like, I see other parents that are like, you know, I'll whoop your ass if you do this. That just was never my parenting style. You know, it just wasn't. I wasn't raised like that and I minded. I just think it's kind of lazy. But that's, again, I'm just, we're not a spanking household. Everybody's making jokes like, oh, this quarantine, I bet you're all spanking. No, no, I'm not because, you know, I've raised my kids for years and I homeschool. So this isn't that much different. It's... I'm not a spanking household. We definitely are a verbal household. <laughs> There's some mocking maybe going on. And, you know, a lot of sarcasm. Like, I, you know, people that brag their kids could read by three. I'm like, my fucking kid understood sarcasm by two. And I was like, you know, I think that's a little more impressive, but whatever. So, yeah, it's a long one today because I'm talking about my kids. And I definitely could talk about them forever since they're a huge part of my life now. I mean, have always been, but, you know, it's just me and Mark try to go out for date night sometimes and we find ourselves just talking about our kids and we're like, no kid talk. You know, we have 20 years together this summer, you know, let's talk about like something else. And then somehow they always creep in because you do, you love them so much, even when they're trying to slit each other's throats with butter knives and, you know, choking each other out. It, they definitely make things interesting. And I'm guessing while I've been doing this, they've worked it out because I haven't heard crying, screaming, and there's no weapons up there. So I'm assuming everything's been worked out.
So I hope you're all hanging in there during the quarantine. Your kids aren't trying to murder each other and you're keeping your sanity. I hope everyone's having a good day.